Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. This is a little round table. What's up, Wad Zombie? Wad Zombie. Wad Zombie. First one. First one in. Corey, yes. Good morning. Good afternoon. Wherever you guys are around the world. <laughs> Not to be so dramatic, but what is up? Hey, we just want to... What's up, Bruce? Do we have so Bruce cat. and the Corey's cat? How are, how's everybody doing? Jamal, yes. Yes, OG shirt ordered and paid for. Fuck yeah, Corey. I love it. Oh, what is this background I have? Oh, well, hello. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, well, hello. What Look is this that. background? Look at this. Look at that. Man, the response we've gotten for these shirts is more than I could have ever imagined when we just came up with this idea to just put this out It was out you trying there. to comfort me, dude. I know, right? I was like, <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to make you a shirt. Hey, Bill, <laughs> listen. Because, you know, like, if it gets, I mean, me and Bill have lots of conversations outside of the podcast, and we've had our trepidation, misgivings, issues with the last two years slash six months, and we're missing the old way and the way we used to do things and the way we looked at things and the way that we know CrossFit should act and be like hey, and feel and, like. And real fast, before you go any further than that, you guys have to understand when we say that, that doesn't mean that it was perfect back then either. Oh, there hell are always, no, dude. We, there are always things that were jacked up. We were up. dysfunctional as fuck, but at least like, it, it's like, it, <laughs> I liken it <laughs> to what my dorm room was like in college. It was a disaster, but I knew where everything was. You knew it. I knew where everything was. Yeah. Oh, Stefan. Hmm. The way of it the Jedi. The way. This is the way. This is the way. That's Mandalorian, it but, you know, we get it. Yeah. Well, I know, but I, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Someone was asking me about a hashtag I was using, and I couldn't tell them because that's not the way it goes, but that was close. That was close. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Dave, what's up? What's up? What's up? All right, uh, let's see. Let's just talk shop really quick. Hey, OG shirts are out. We've got, what, we got, I think we got four different styles in the T-shirts. Look at those colors. Black, slate. That one with the white is pretty cool. This one? I like that. Uh, well, the black the black and the slate one. I like, slate, I like that. Yeah. I, I thought the dark colors, the darker, um, like on the green, yeah, would have been cool with the dark, but the, I like the white on there too. It looks pretty awesome. So I have, well, we got these three. We have slate green and gray and the gray yeah. with this pops it's nice yeah here's my favorite part you guys see the tag up here i know you can't really see it right now but inside the tag ken and sherpa works by the way they have been so great in helping us get this off the ground it's been awesome like if you guys need your stuff done shirts at your gym or whatever you want to make some stuff up like they have been unbelievable but the inside tag right there says 100 percent og Instead of like cotton, That's that so little cool. that little tag up there, which is the coolest part. And then tanks, this blue. I was like, damn, why don't we get one of those shirts in blue? I guess that'll come. That'll come. <laughs> but if you guys are are watching and listening, the these are still available. You go to Sherpa Works. That's S H E R P A W E R K S dot com, and we're we're basically their main page collection that they're. They're showing off and go get you some. They're shipping all over the world, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, like things that we are incapable of. They are yeah. handling all of it. So um, I can't wait for them to get in. I can't wait to start seeing them. Like if you guys get a man, please, please tag us on social media in it. 
like tag us, we'll repost you. We want we want to put that all over the map and just show that the the noise is not the soul. The soul is still alive and well. We've just been laying back and and letting the noise calm down, but it's only got louder. So I was like, "Fuck it, we're making shirts." No, dude, we're bringing back pukey. We're yeah. bringing back the unbuyable, the smoky like cheap crack, the forging elite fitness. Right. You want to know? You want to know what's cool about all that stuff? And this is one of the things that, like, you know, we we've had off air. We, I mean, we've posted stuff too, but like, kind of off air, like the whole OG thing. Mm-hmm. And you remember when we had to fight everyone because they're like, "Oh, you're in that CrossFit cult. You're in that cult." No <laughs> yeah. one would say. No one. If you do CrossFit now, no one would say like, "Oh, you're in that cult." Yeah, I miss that. You know, and that's that's that piece. That's the, I, I mean, you know, they, they kind of took it as kind of a, they tried to make it a negative connotation, but it was a, that's your special group. You know what I mean? And so I know that, you know, we were talking about this as this is more just kind of for us and to kind of make us feel good about it. You know, eh, I want to, I want to how it used to be, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I do like the black shirt. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter, because that's the only color I like. That's okay. Um, <laughs> this but... is the best, Corey, this is the best cult I've ever been in. Well, instead of Jesus juice, it's protein shakes. But, you know, there it's you the go. same. You know, <laughs> pump the juice, same. pump juice. Yes. Um, but, like, I, I, that, that cult thing, that was our special brand. Remember, remember, dude, you'd, like, you'd walk around in the airport looking to see who had nanos. And if you did, it was, I like, the play that club game. thing. It's like Fight Club. It's like, all right, who's got the bruised eyes? Yeah. Who's got the, the cut yeah. on the face? We kind of give them the nod like, first rule about Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. Just give the nod. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And the the thing that we don't like to do, which we, we still do sometimes, is complain with no solution or bitch with no action or sit from afar and cast stones and not pick up you know, a hammer and nail and start like building shit. And what we want to do instead of being like, oh, I wish it was like this, is like, hey, we are like this. We're still like this. And those that want to be like this, this is a shirt for you. And we got a lot of questions of like, what constitutes an OG? And I, <laughs> to, to some people, I wanted to respond. I was like, if you have to ask me, then clearly, <laughs> <laughs> clearly you're not. Like, well, it's weird because like there, I I think that there are like. I don't want to say there are different levels, but there kind of are. I mean, it's but not, that's a, not just, a bad it, thing. No, 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 no. It's not a bad thing. Um, like there are a lot of people that I would consider OG that they never competed ever. Oh, it's not Did about you ever see Chuck Carswell ever get on the competition floor. And he's the OS MFNG on the game. And that dude's dude. OG. Dang. Uh, uh, you, 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 uh, um, Nicole Christensen. Yes. I haven't seen her compete. No, it was funny. She she reposted the shirt, and she's like, "I don't really think we deserve this." And it's like, "What?" Yeah, I was like, "If you don't yeah. deserve this, then I'm gonna you're take my shirt off immediately." <laughs> you're a level four coach. <laughs> You've been around forever. Like, what are you talking about? Um, I think that it's the you know, and and even we as we have gone through the whole thing, we talked about like first it was the if you're OG, support your local, uh, uh semifinal mm. because that's because. 
that OG feel is kind of like the 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 regional feel. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And, and yeah. everybody went. You know, it was like, oh well, I don't have one local, so I can't go. And oh. we we got a couple comments about that. And that was that yeah. bummed me out because it's like you're you're missing it. You're missing the it's point. Not, yeah. You can't have 900 semifinals. Yeah, I know it's not local. I'm not saying you're not OG because you're not traveling to Minnesota from California to go watch it. I know that. Right. But I said if you are in living in Minneapolis, you better freaking show up to the semifinal because that's what or we the, did, man. Or, or anywhere the show close. show up is get in the open. You do the open. There you go. You know, or you do the quarterfinals. There you go. Or you support the people that are doing those things. I mean, that's that's what was so cool about regionals. And, and I think I posted this on one of the responses about that was what made regionals special was, yes, it was a qualifier to the game. So you get to see some big names in some next big names, some almost big names. Mm -hmm. But you have the pretty dang good CrossFitters in your local gym that were able to make it through the the open battling with the big names and so that was that's why that was such a special time because you had that tier level of people that's why it hurt so bad when that got removed because there yeah. was a big group of people that are like well shit that was my games and now you know you lost all the i mean that's when you would see the you know the invictus wall of you know sea of, sea green. of green and you see bricks you know and this is all orange from the all the orange and i mean you see all of that kind of stuff and it was really really cool but that doesn't mean that you had to be in the regionals to be OG. I think that that feeling that I live, like this is what I do. Mm -hmm. I am this. I yeah. do these dumb workouts. Yes, I will. I will bug the shit out of you talking about what my friend time is and the workout that we did and either this paleo or this macro or whatever. I didn't do that and then evolve away to this watered down version of whatever it is and that i think that's the hard part is people are feeling like the crossfit of today has watered itself down and i know that you know that's whether you want to say it's corporate it went corporate or whatever and that's not a bad thing i'm not mm. saying corporate is not bad but there's still a feel of are we gritty are we a cult is this our cool little group or are we just f45 are we just you know, orange theory or something just, I mean, that to me is like, that's not a special group anymore. I, I just think it's everybody. Yeah. You know, so OG is that, and it, it doesn't have to be, but this was a question though. And we started talking about this because I, here I am, I'm the one saying maybe we shouldn't get into this conversation, dude, because it could open up a can of worms, whatever like, can of worms. I mean, we're not, here's the thing. Is if, Justin Medeiros OG. Pff, He's our best athlete. Right, He's right. our number one dude. Best in the world, the fittest on the planet. Yeah. Is he OG? And That's it's like, question. oh, well, all right. I don't know. How do you, you have to figure out how you define it. So I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, there's some names. There's some names. Wow. Oh, Kenny Castro. <laughs> oh, Kenny Castro. Yep. Well, this thing is like, we try to make this really clear. Like, this is not an elitist standpoint by any means. This is actually an open arms come into the folds thing because OG is not a status symbol. We wrote that on our page the other day is that we are not trying to exclude anyone that isn't willing to be a part of the equation to begin with. And that doesn't mean you have to conform because that's contrarian by nature, which the OG status was. What we're saying is it's an attitude and it's a mindset. And like you said, can, can Justin Medeiros be... OG, maybe not as much as his mom and dad because they're fucking, <laughs> they're so Hell yeah. hardcore, right? But what I'm saying is like, it's an attitude, it's an approach, it's a way of life that we all grew up in over the last 15 plus years 
getting into CrossFit, especially between you and I and everyone in between. But if you carry that same passion, love, and, and, and um, dedication to the methodology, to the community, and what CrossFit really truly stands for and means, then that OG attitude and mentality is what we want to celebrate. This is not an in-your-face, thumb-your-nose at anybody. This is a, hey, this is who we are. This is who we've Rally always been. Yep. This is, yeah, it's a, it's a, it, thank it's you. It's a battle cry. It's a rally cap. Yep. That's what this is. It's a rally cap. Let's fucking get back to good. There's yeah. nothing wrong with getting away from the pukey attitude. It doesn't mean we're going <laughs> to injure yourself or let's get rabo today, rabdo today, but it's like, hey man, let's just throw down. Let's get sweaty, open the damn doors, turn the AC off, and let's just like bond through just suffering in the best yeah. way not like yeah. getting paddled in college at your you know, like fraternity like there's there there is a rite of passage when it comes to this and and that's what we want this to represent and we want people i want people to experience the og feel the og community i don't want to isolate people from that or say you're not welcome to the club i want you to i feel so blessed that I have gotten to experience everything I've gotten to experience with CrossFit since 2008 and longer yeah. for you. Like I, I yeah. count my blessings. And the reason why I became a coach is because I wanted to provide that same feel for people that I coach. The reason why I opened up an affiliate was to provide a new, basically uh, a vessel to provide more CrossFit to more people. It wasn't, I want to be like, I want to do it better than you. I was like, I want to, I just want to, I want to open up a new place to do more stuff. Yeah. And I just, just, dude, I just wanted another team. Yeah, I mean, I was a wrestler yeah, yeah. forever and ever and ever. And I know that when you beat each other up daily, like beat each other up daily, mm -hmm. you do, it doesn't matter if we like the same music or we do the same kind of things. Like there is a, there is a, a, um, joining that you have i mean marked in sweat and blood that you can't get any other place and that is what i found with this right away i mean yeah i like the workouts because i like doing the hard workouts and all that kind of stuff but the group part of that where you got to talk to other crossfitters like oh you speak my language all of a sudden okay i, I have to real fast don't talk play about this drinking, drinking game. game don't play this don't not in this, not in this episode. <laughs> the other one is this, and I didn't even realize that I do it. <laughs> My brother makes fun of me all the time. I always say, I'll say, or what is it? What did I say? Uh, I must say, I must I'll tell say you. this. I'll say I'll this. say this. That's what it is. That's mine. I say that all the time. <laughs> he said, Your brother's you such a troll, it. man. He's, Dude, he's our so biggest funny. podcast troll. <laughs> <laughs> he, he burns me on it every single time. He's, I will say something and he'll text back. I must say, I'm like, God dang it again. But between I say that and you say, oh, you're right. We do that back and forth. He's like, dude, we would be wasted by the end of your show. Like, yeah, probably. Um, but that team feel like there is nothing like that anywhere. I haven't seen it in, I mean, even in like other, um, other class workout things, you'll have like, little groups but it's not the whole thing where you can walk into an airport and you see somebody and you know exactly what's up mm -hmm. and they know exactly what's it's up. like that nod so i mean you know like you don't say you anything know. 
you go shoe hunting. But then even if, if that wasn't the case back in the day, you would just look at people. You're like, you yeah. look different than everybody yep. else in here. And I feel like you'd know what I know. You do yeah. what I do. And that was cool too. Yeah. And it was a cult and it was a cool kids club. But like, it's okay if there's some exclusivity to that club. Fit club. It's ex- it's exclusive in the fact that but welcoming. Well, it's I mean the 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 statement of Unless you have it's a bad designed attitude. for everyone, but not everyone will do it. Yes, I mean er- everyone can do it. Everyone can do it. There is zero reason why anybody, good athlete, bad athlete, never worked out, paraplegic, sick, old, young, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why they shouldn't do it. Yeah, but there will always be reasons why people decide not to do it. Everyone can do it. It's just not for everyone, and that's okay. So they exclude themselves from the club. The club doesn't exclude them. All right, we got some good questions in here, Bill. So, all right, I'll take this off the background. I know it's beautiful. I'll take it off for a second. Uh, Stefan, what is your guy's favorite non-crossfit item in your gym? I already have mine, so. <laughs> Non-CrossFit? Non-CrossFit. This, I mean, this isn't like a <laughs> a cool answer, but like this is my favorite thing in my affiliate. Okay. And I remember when I got it the first time because I had been an affiliate. I've been open for well over a year. And, you know, cleaning the affiliate was rough because I, I just had a, I had a mop and a bucket. Yeah. And a squeegee. And that's how I cleaned my affiliate every week. Just by hand, buckets of water on the floor, mop it up, wring it out until I got my first like bulldog Zamboni. scrubber, Zamboni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was so excited. I think I went over the gym floors five times that day. And if if people saw what came out of the back of that Zamboni, they would have quit my gym immediately. <laughs> like <laughs> The like black death. I don't know what it was, but uh, and and then the the next step was we moved affiliates or we moved locations, and then to treat myself, I upgraded to a battery one, so it was cordless. And my cordless Zamboni at the gym is probably my favorite piece of equipment, and I love I love. There's something like Zen about cleaning your gym with one of those things. I don't know if it's the constant noise. It's like a white noise, but seeing it just clean behind you and walking at a steady rhythmic pace. And that's my, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Man. I, I, um, mine was cool. I liked that too, until that thing got stinky and broke down and the things were, and the squeegee wasn't working. And it was like, Gotta maintain I love it, it, bro. For, <laughs> like, well, uh, I mean, apparently, or whatever. Like, like, but when those things, when it went down, there was like an epic fail, and I could never use it again. When so was the my, last time like, you cleaned your washing machine? <laughs> There's that little plug at the bottom in the hose that comes out. I, I thought I thought we cleaned that thing regularly. I, all I know is that this would break, and then that would break, and so I went back to mopping and like old school mopping, and literally that's my zen. I love I love doing that, but that's not my favorite. What's thing. your favorite? My favorite thing is um, PRs were obviously a big deal mm. for years. You know, you hear the PR bell and it yeah. was ring the bell and you get the PR and all that kind of stuff. I like the idea of that. However, uh, in the service field, 
when you are at a firefighter funeral, they ring the bell three times. Ding, Ooh, ding, ding, okay. calling you home. When you're in the SEALs, you ring the bell, that means you quit. True. So you put your helmet down after you do that. So I was like, oh, these are all kind of like negative things yeah. that I don't really want. So I'm like. Way to ruin the bell for everybody. I'm like, I know. So those of you <laughs> that have it, I apologize. Um, your bell is what cool. What I wanted for a, a long time was a gong. Oh. We have a, we have a big three-foot. One of my members got it. It was so, this thing is so badass. <laughs> big old three-foot gong. So it's right under, on the back wall, it's a, a huge letters. CrossFit in front. It's got my big flame. Right under that is a big old gong. So when you PR, you run up that thing, you bam, and it goes, boom, this massive sound. It is badass. My Dude. kid loves it. I uh, there's an affiliate here in Dallas that has a uh, a PR gong, and yeah. I love it because we we'd have level one seminars there, and obviously everybody would walk in and hit the gong. But what I, yeah. I and then I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I haven't done it yet, but I wanted to find a gong, but then decal it like a Captain America shield. Oh yeah, and it, now it's the PR. Shield that PR shield, dude. Need, you need to do that. I know I do. I've, it's nine years in. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> dragging my feet. I, I dragging hear my but feet. That, that, that's what mine would be. All right, Todd. Your question is: Are y'all receiving any backlash being associated with Savan from HQ more specifically? Which is funny. A funny question, and I guess a weird stigma. Um, because you know we've been on the Savan podcast. What maybe once or twice. Since he started up. Yeah. And I think the conversation we had, well, one was with what? Gabby Magala. Magawa. Sorry, Gabby. Magawa. 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 <clears throat> and I can't honestly remember. I think we just shot the shit for a little bit. And I mean, listen, what Savan does in his own time with his own podcast, however he wants to, is one thing. What he does with us, whether it's on ours or with his, is another. And Savan has been a good <clears throat> friend, I think, especially for your end. Like, you go way back with him on a personal right. level. And yeah. they're, they're, I think people should be able to associate others' associations. Like, if he wants us to come on and we want to talk about whatever we want to talk about for the day, I don't think that should take away from either people, how people perceive this podcast, which I know it doesn't, um, or say from someone at HQ is, well, here's the thing. If anything came up that I felt like needed to be pushed back on, I would push back. So would you. So that, and that's the thing is like, we should be able to have tough conversations. So say like, say we make a claim that's out of order or I do it and Bill knows a truth behind that or wants to push back. It should go both ways and it's okay. There shouldn't be anything wrong with being in a setting that has controversial topics where you just sit there and have a conversation. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. But that's not really where our world is right now. It's I don't give a shit where the world is. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's, that's yeah. what the problem is, is everybody wants to make their, the nice thing about living where we live is that we can say what we want to say and have our opinions and there are opinions. And when you're yeah. running your, uh, <laughs> um, when one of the things that I have liked about Sevon is he, he's opinionated, but I don't see him hacking at people just for the sake of hacking at anybody, you know? And, 
Um, I haven't received any backlash, at least that I know of. I mean, unless stuff is happening behind closed doors that I don't know about where people are like, screw that guy because he talks to Sevon or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I've been told to make sure I represent myself well, which I was like, and I when would I not? Yeah, when did you know? not? Like, <laughs> we're, we're both very honest with our opinions and open. And again, a, 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 um, opinion, 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 right? Yeah. I'm going to say assertion, fact. Well, you know, here's the thing. I have a lot of friends that do not believe in things that I believe in. You know, right. they, I, have, so I have my beliefs, and my beliefs are my beliefs. And you may believe something different, but I'm not going to have a problem with you until you do something to me. If you're going to talk shit about me, okay, then maybe we're going to have a problem. Or you're going to treat me bad or do something wrong to me, then okay, we may have a problem. But you can believe whatever you want to believe. I'm yeah. not going to hate on you because you believe something different. Um, if you're going to say that I am doing X, Y, and Z, you better be able to show that I am doing X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You know, Don't just assume that I'm doing X, Y, and Z because I'm hanging out with this person or I'm talking to this person or I'm... Um, you know, like I, and, and honestly, like I have personally, I just don't, I, people can say whatever the hell they want. That's, that's what, that's where we are. That's the society that we're in right now is people want to talk trash behind their keyboard or behind their comments or behind their whatever. And it's like, okay. Oh, not Man, even I, that. I, I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have time for that shit anyway. I feel like we, people have to like, are being forced to like pick sides on every, every like topic. It's one or the other. It's black or white left or right like no since when was that only the case like the only yeah. time where it's like one or the other it was like right and wrong like <laughs> right should you like i don't know it's like following the rules or, or like the laws like should you set this house on fire no that's the answer like there's it's like let's talk about it yeah you know and this house has you know maybe you felt so emotionally stressed because this house's color it was appropriate for you to take your frustration. Like, I don't know this. Um, I, I feel know, like people, people are, don't know how to actually way, navigate. The way too damn sensitive controversy or have yeah. tough conversations or disagree. Like how many times have you and I disagreed on a podcast? And at the end, we're just like, okay, you spoke your piece. I've spoke mine. And then we just sit there. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, cool. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm not sitting here as fact. Like, I don't like this workout. It's like, I don't, this workout doesn't bother me. Or I do like I this one, workout. I think oh. one of the worst words that's really come out in the last, like, probably five years or so is the stupid word triggered. I hate that <laughs> stupid word. Because everything triggers everybody. Like, no one can handle any conversation, any comment that comes their way. They are so damn soft and yes. so damn touchy. And everything is like a, this open wound to 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 everything mm. and it's like no one there's just no i don't know I, I mean sensitivity i guess is just a lack of everything is is the word yeah um just overly sensitive to everything all right speaking of being sensitive i need everybody to take a deep breath and get ready for this question from stefan pineapple on pizza yes or no <laughs> sure sometimes and I'm Italian, so it's fine. I'm not I, like I a, don't I'm have like a, a hard, hard stance on this. I just don't like it. That's fine. But I don't like I don't like warmed anything, especially in the fruit department. 
dude okay okay side note pineapple pineapple i saw a thing on tiktok uh and we i wish i had a way to throw this up here the way sevon does that there was a guy who broke the he he basically could pull you know the little individual little spike things where you can pull them out and it's like a square with the fruit on the end of it you could pull it out yeah the way you kind of break it down with it it's all covered still you don't cut it or anything and you pull each one of those leaves out and it has it's like a bite it's almost like a like an artichoke. I'm like, I have to try that. It looked amazing. Yes. Um, let me see. Okay, let me <laughs> let me see if I can do this. I know I know see? exactly what you're talking about. See? Apple pie. Mm. Apple pie. Warm yeah. Apple pie. Oh it's man, like I'm gonna piss some pie. people off with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. This is Twin Cities Adventures. You guys see this? Video, I'm going to show you no. how to correctly eat a pineapple. No. First thing you Not need yet. to do is twist the top off. Oh! Next, you got to whack it on the ground a couple times. And then knead it like bread dough. Yeah, this is it. I mean, this was the one that I saw, but this is the this is the technique right here. You see, now they're nice and loose here. Just oh my How god! How cool is that? How cool is that? And then if you need to, you can use a paring knife to help loosen them a little more. But once you've got the first couple out, they should be Wow. I mean, dude, how badass is that? I was this year's days old when I found out you could do that with a pineapple. That's fascinating. Is that rad? Oh, that's yeah, rad. that's cool. Anyway, that's total side note. Uh, <laughs> well, what what are we talking about on this so stupid podcast nowadays? I hate all cooked fruit, but love pineapple on pizza. It makes no sense. Yeah, you know, it's it's like the people that like love ketchup but hate tomatoes or vice versa. How about I hate tomatoes, but I love spaghetti sauce. That's even <laughs> more weird. Yeah. <laughs> that is that makes no sense. But yeah, I'm not a I'm not a warmed fruit guy, so. Like apple pie is not my favorite dish. Um, Peach cobbler, huh? Just something about warmed <laughs> fruit. I, it has to be cold and it has to be crunchy. Like almost borderline is ripe or or um, yeah, ripe yeah, is when you. it's ready, right? Yeah, just before ripe. Yeah, just before. Like that's why I like nectarines and not peaches. Oh, I hate peaches because of the damn fuzz. That I have a um I have a very weird texture thing when it comes to that. Yeah. So like there's there's a couple things that like like nails on a chalkboard don't bother me, but I can't touch foam. Like you know, like egg crate foam bedding that you had in like weird. college. I cannot yeah. touch it. And if if a peach fuzz touch, touches like my lip when I'm biting into it, I can't I can't do it. I don't know what it is, but it like it gives me chills. I get goosebumps just thinking about it. It's weird. There were things that like instantly popped into my head that I wanted to ask you out loud right now, and I'm just refusing not to ask any of those things on the air right now. Yeah, well, thank you for <laughs> <laughs> thank you for restraining yourself because I'm legitimately I talking about fruit. Blurted out, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I realized I just oh, set you up. <laughs> yeah, so Renata, it's like kiwis are out unless I shave, like I cut them. I'm gonna say shave them. Um, this is, there you go. Stop. <laughs> if I if I like I cut off all the fruit. Um, yeah, that's uh, where 
<laughs> Note to self, wear a foam suit when fighting Chase. Yes. Oh, we had a we had a girl uh, in the gym. Someone brought um some fresh peaches and this girl goes, Oh, there's peaches and she asked for a knife. I'm like, What are you talking about? Yes. And she's over there like peeling off all the the skin. I'm like, What what are you doing? Can't do it. Well she's like, Well, my mom used to always cut the skin off the peaches. I'm like, What? Oh, that's yeah. Is that even a thing? I just I sucked even, it up. I, yeah. But that's I why I no like idea. nectarines. I'm with you. Nectarines are awesome. Cat, can you bite into cupcakes icing or do you make a sandwich out of it? It depends on the cupcake. I do not like gourmet. Cu- what is it, like sprinkles is kind of like that gourmet where it's oh, just like yeah. it's like the cake and then another layer of icing, which I think is just, like I don't like icing too much. So I'll either scrape it off to the very edge, like just a little film on top and I'll bite into it if it's a big one. But if I make my own, which the only cupcake you should ever make is a Funfetti cupcake with the the dot icing. You know what I'm talking about? Like the rainbow dot. Like the plastic balls that have no nutritional value whatsoever other than maybe like clogging you up later. I'll eat that all day. Funfetti with the dot icing. The cream cheese kind. All day. Thank God I ate this morning because I like was fasting all yesterday. Oh, yeah. That would not be cool. Because okay, I missed some good food. questions up here. Now that we started talking about, I know. Damn you, Stefan! You derailed the. Actually, you didn't. You did. This is exactly what we wanted to do. Is just talk. Uh, here's one. Let's see. Um, gosh, you guys, these are great because everything is offensive. Is there any athletes? Oh, here's one. Here's a a games one. Wad Zombie, are there any athletes you would think are going to unexpectedly crush expectations in the semifinals? I have, so I have one. The problem is this isn't like a no-name person. It's just someone that I've put off to the side because of her performance or lack of for the last few years. And I have this sneaky feeling that's just building that because we haven't heard a lot from her, that Sarah Sigmund's daughter is going to crush Lowlands think so i do i just have this feeling i think what she's doing at training think tank is the best thing for her because for her it's not about fitness it's about just like being think smart on the competition <laughs> right. floor the, right the think part the yeah. dumb mistakes the little the little errors and the 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 things that have injured her in the past have all been attributed to that is like not training not training appropriately overdoing it you know these injuries that have plagued herself over the years and I, I love what Max L. Hodge does with his athletes um, in general, like Travis Mayer, what he did for Noah Olson, right? Noah's biggest problem is that he was basically Sarah Sigmund's daughter in male form where he was just workout event dumb. Yeah. And then that changed. And then, the, then he's been in contention for podium spots ever since. I have this sneaky feeling that Sarah's going to pull the same thing. after. She, I think she got a major wake-up call at Wadapalooza in the best way for her. she almost totally derailed her whole season by getting injured again. And the fact that she dodged that bullet, I think may have been the wake up call she needed finally. Cause she didn't have to yeah. have any repercussions from it. You're right. Yeah. And, and Max is, I think of all the coaches out there. Uh, I mean, I like to think I, I'm an intuitive coach more than a data coach. And I like to feel like I can read my athletes on where they are and how they are and what they need to be doing. But Max is very, I mean, that dude, him and his team, 
they're virtually like scientists. I mean, they will, which I think if you are an athlete that can get lost in your own head, what Max can do with all of his data is he puts up these like fences around your brain Mm. to make it to where you can only do certain things. So you can't, you can't run the wheels off. You, you have to know, you know exactly where to go and your lane gets very, very narrow. And so when you have someone that's just kind of a, a wildfire like Sarah, I mean, she's got a lot of power, a lot of drive, a lot of push, but it isn't always going in the right direction. Right. And if it gets, if she jumps in the wrong lane, then she just spirals down quick. So you're right. I think that would be um, a really good version uh, for her and a setup for her. See, I think Justin Kotler, uh, Renata throwing that up there. I think that Justin is very, and you've been working with him. He's very intuitive. Yes. He's almost like a, I don't see him as a, as a, as a scientist. I see him more like a, father figure kind of coach you know he he's a he let he makes his athletes allows his athletes to feel good to know that that you know dad's right there protecting them and dad's going to make sure they're okay and dad's not going to make sure that they fall you know they're not going to fall off the wall and if they do he's going to catch them so that they have the confidence to go about and do their thing um so i that's the way i see justin in in his athletes because like someone like danielle i think danielle needs that i think danielle needs someone in her corner to know like, Hey, I'm going to be okay because Mm -hmm. my crew, my family, my coach, my whatever, whatever the title of uh, in her mind is right there and has my back. So now I don't have to worry about, you know, whatever, whatever crazy voices get going in my head, because I mean, you have a lifetime of things of life that have made those voices pop up into your head. So when you have someone that's able to cool those down, I mean, it's, what's it going to do? Give you harder workouts. <laughs> right. Uh, that's, that's not what she needs. She needs to be able to have someone that that can cool her jets mm. and keep her focused. So, um, I like the, the, uh, Chrissy Aramo one. Oh, I think she's, I think she's going to do great. She's so underrated. I think she, so underrated. The she American Kristen Holt. Good athlete. Oh my God. Totally. Totally. And, like you never expect. I mean, honestly, I thought she was done. You know, I thought she was going to be going kind of the team route and she kind of, you know, looked like she was kind of hanging it up and or, or at least relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she keeps coming back just stronger and strong and looks good and looks more, you know, stronger this year and PRing over here. And you're like, dang, is she doing like the, you know, Scott Panchik kind of thing? Where <laughs> like, oh, I'm not really playing. So there's no pressure yeah. on me. And oh, I'm going to go and PR this. I'm going to PR that. Who knows? OK, let me, let me address this. Very seriously. That's a yes. <laughs> I was that's a crust a yes. on my sandwich kid. What? Is, that's the meanest Crustable. thing anyone's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say those things are delicious, but no, I was crust on. I had the the skin on my apple. Thank you. I was I was raised the right way. I was I I was forced to eat my crust, and I wasn't even like a not eat crust guy. I think I would eat that first, so then I can enjoy the rest of the sandwich. That's almost like a no crust kid. That was an all crust kid, and then I ate. Then I earned my treat. I I oh. sacked up. <laughs> I ate around. I ate, I went crust first, Bill. I thought you were like, fine. I'll just get through this first, and then I can enjoy. Yeah, just close them. my eyes and hold my nose. And this how we all used to eat our vegetables. Um, oh, I, you mentioned Scott Panchet. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think we're gonna see from him? You think he can make it back? 
Dude, I totally do. <laughs> I like you say that reluctantly. I totally do. Well, I just... Uh, I don't mean that in a negative way. No, I, I don't mean it in a negative way either. Is I he mean, at, where is he at? Is he at the Mac? Or is he at Syndicate? Uh, I'll look it up. Oh, Syndicate, Ben Smith, Jason Hopper, Justin Madera, Scott Pancheck. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, but listen to this. Okay, let me... See yeah, pull can, that up. Pull yeah, that let list me, up. Let me, let me pull this list up so you guys can see. Window. Nope. Chrome tab. Leaderboard. Pulling it up. <clears throat> so you have Ben Smith, Jason Hopper, Justin Medeiros, Scott Pancheck, Jacob Pfaff, Griffin Raleigh, like James Sprague, Scott Tetlow, Alec Smith. I mean... Look at these names in here. And not to discredit anybody else in here, but like, you know, I haven't really heard of you before. Dex Hopkins is in there. Will Morad. Taylor Self just pulled out. Dex, I forgot Dex qualified. You know Dex is going to rep yeah. an OG shirt there? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's right. I saw him post. So yeah. Ken, who's making the shirts for us, is actually going to be at Syndicate. So he's already there. So he brought Dex one. And oh, I, cool. I told Dex if he wears it, he better effing wear it for the... <laughs> The weightlifting complex because <laughs> yeah. that's where I think he'll he'll be his, at his best. So he'll rep it. <laughs> he'll cool. rep it well. That's cool. But See, I, mean, I mean, with dude, this he's lineup, at the great spot, man. He's a great. He's in a great spot. Yeah. I think. And the thing is, is that there's there is no there's no pressure on him. And when, I mean, I I don't think, I don't think that he is expecting anything and that's when you do your best yes uh, when there's no pressure i think and you're doing it just for the love like if he doesn't do it he'd be like ah that's cool yeah well one i hope he's 100 percent healthy two i think the the back off of the i think scott for maybe the last few years and i'm just making this up i don't know this and maybe it's not the case but i just felt this thing and we'll, we'll get to this Ben Smith thing here in a second. I feel like he pressure trained for years because he was the guy that never made the podium and now oh, his brothers yes. are getting good and they're on an equal level playing field with him. And as an older brother and that happening, you just feel in the, like the kid, not the kid, like his daughter, you know, it's like the family, like life is starting to take time away from him. And you could see that window closing. And I think, he pressure trained and pressure performed, and he still did admirably. But as you said, after retiring, reluctantly falling into semifinals and doing very well, I think this attitude and feeling may be the most dangerous Scott Pancheck we have ever seen. There's something about, I think I said this, somewhere, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I remember when I was wrestling in college, we would have these old guys that would come in and they were good back in their day, you know, but they, they're, they're not in shape, but they would come in and I would be like, man, I'm going to take this old guy out. <laughs> this old guy, this old guy thinks is a somebody or used to be a somebody, whatever, you know, we are finely tuned, badass young athletes with just fire and brimstone shooting from our eyes and our fingers. And we're ready to go. And these old cats would not come out blazing they would just kind of like do their thing until they saw their chance. And they were so good at knowing just exactly what they needed to do when they needed to do it. So 
So they didn't waste a bunch of energy. They didn't waste a bunch of time. They didn't waste a bunch of, of power and, and output. They just like precision attacking when they needed to. And that's mm -hmm. where it, I think that's where Scott is now. He already knows the game. He doesn't yeah. have to go out there and prove it on every single event or in every single rep or every single round. He knows exactly what he needs to do. And now it's like, ah, ah we'll see if it goes. And if it goes, well, cool. Yeah. And if it doesn't, ah, you know what? Yeah, I'm a dad. I got my family. Yeah. I'm busy. I'm busy doing stuff. And then there's no pressure. And you're right. That's that is a deadly place for the people to be because they're not. I don't think people will expect. They know he's there, mm -hmm. but I don't think. Everyone still thinks he's retired, so they're not expecting. And that I, I guarantee you, he's going to be right, right there. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> what do you think about Ben Smith's chances? Uh, I, 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 I love the legacy of Ben Smith. That guy from. It was his first game. He was 19. Yeah, something like that. You know, um, being up on the podium, being the champ, all, all those things. But I, it is rough when your knees start going out and mm. you start having injuries and they start painting and you're not able to do the same things you want to do. Um, I, I, I don't know if I don't know if he's got the fire. I mean, it's hard to keep that fire for that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a lot. Dude, he's been in the game forever. Forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, he's not the new kid on the block. He doesn't have that. that, that um... Just send him a t-shirt. <laughs> dude, he is one. He is yeah, an OG. Yeah, of course 100%. he is. 100%. Send him a picture uh, with a fridge I, behind I, it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I think that there are a lot of guys with a lot of, gust and they're just hungry and, and i don't know if he has the same hunger i don't know he could prove me wrong i mean again he's one of those guys he knows exactly what he needs to do but can his body do it i don't know yeah i mean is he fully capable of yes is he capable yeah, yeah. totally do i do, i mean look we're not gonna sit the fence do i think he's gonna make it no i don't yeah. it's not a personal attack on ben i just there this field is just different now like it's been a long time and he hasn't really shown that he's he's improving year to year for the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. And and maybe he has a little resurgence. We've seen that before. Um, but we'll see. Uh, let's see. Jamal's question is, how do y'all think a swim event will be taken by the community after last year's fiasco? What fiasco is that? That's my question for you, Jamal. The fake fiasco that morning chalk oh, up the, the made up? The E. coli crap? The lies and the misinformation, yeah. is that what you're talking about? <laughs> because of what lake water? Because it's a lake and every lake is like that and some people may have gotten sick from it. Okay. Would you say if athletes got food poisoning from the hotel lobby that they had a team dinner from, would you never go back there because... With one thing Obviously someone's trying to poison them yeah so there is no fiasco it's been proven that there's no fiasco and i, I think there's does it need to be well here's the thing. okay i have a better question do you feel like they 
need to have swimming at the games every year. Yes. Oh, why? Because I think it's a an aspect of fitness that we have seen as a that is still a hole, I think, for our athletes overall. And when you have athletes that can run, ride, jump, carry, lift, climb, blah, 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 and you get them in the water and they all of a sudden can't do that, then when I look at the fittest, meaning this person can do everything and they're the best at that, I think that it needs to be included. I think that it's uh, back in the day, I think it was there was an element of it was a little it was niche. Mm hmm. Because not everyone had access to ocean. You mean 2011? But you right, got to rip right. the bandit off sometime. It's the same thing no, with totally. pegboards. No, 100%. 100%. But I think that swimming is a viable component. So whether you are going to be in the water or you're in a lake or you're in the ocean or you're in the pool, I, however it is, uh, I think that it's a viable test. Um, the way that we've seen it at different times, you know, like, like Wadapalooza this year, they had it and they've had it every single year and mm -hmm. it was the shortest swim they've ever had. And I think that, that was, <laughs> it was, a, that, it was I was so bummed. short. Uh, that was, I was bummed. The I best part is it, it wiped out more athletes that year than ever, like combined after that. <laughs> I, so weird. But again, that's a hole that we have uh. and, you know, other athletes out there, what they say is. Uh, well, they can't do our sport. They can't do this thing. They can't do that thing. So they're not the best, the fittest athlete where they can do everything. Well, I think that we should be able to have that in there. Not with a bunch of movements, but they should have at least one. I would love, I, I like swimming. I'm biased because I swam in college and I was a swimmer and I've tested half the swim yeah. events at the CrossFit Games. I even tested one of that uh, E. coli plagued lake for the run, swim, That's run. That's crazy. And I, it's, you, your face is only slightly tinged green yeah. still. Um, I would. I, I like having swimming at the games. I think it's a it's a fun staple, and I think that has done wonders for training for the CrossFit Games. I want to see them bring back the pool this year. I'm fine with that. I would like to see the pool brought back to competition this year. I think it's. I think we're due. It's almost ten years, right? 2013 was the last time we had a pool. Yeah. The yeah. only time we had a pool. The only time. So maybe. Maybe a repeat. Just saying. Maybe repeat the 2013 one. I don't know. Bar muscles is pretty sketchy. <laughs> yeah, totally. It made for some. It made for some. Uh, oh man, do you remember all the pictures that were taken? <laughs> I'm like, how many more pictures of all of our women athletes' vaginas can we get? Oh my like, God. can you guys pick another angle, please? Yes. Like, They're like all shooting I, from the bottom you're, up. You're, I mean, they're great shots, but you're making me feel kind of oh yeah, I'm kind of kind of kind of uncomfortable in, in these. 2020, uh, they did have a pool. You're right. Oh, that's right, they did. Forgot slam about balls. that. <laughs> yeah, slam balls. Slam balls. But what it thank does you is for the correction, it, Eric. It does make it so that it, with the pool, it God, makes how do it I so that about that? everyone has because that just got blended out. That's why that was in that weird year time. True. Um, the pool at least makes it to where everyone has access. There's no one that doesn't have access to a pool. It's going to qualify for the game. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> I do remember Hill Hiller talking about this, seeing a 50 free sprint bracket. Like instead of a sprint elimination, like sprint course, so you do it in the pool. I think it's got the exact same validity as a sprint run. I would love that. 
I think it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. I mean, the it, it, like sprinting on land over and over and over is a different world than doing it in a pool. Oh yeah, it is so hard to uh, recover. Let me bring up this one because this was a topic on Savan's podcast last night that I had. I had a different little bit of a take than um, Andrew and Taylor did. Let's see. It's about this. Um, the torque tank? No, no. It's a, uh, so the fittest in Cape Town, they, have, they have a swim event. Yeah. And some people are taking issue with that. And here's the deal. You got to look at the semifinals system as a whole. I don't know put it up. Sorry, I can't find it. Whoever asked me that. Um, <clears throat> so... And it's funny because they made this argument about Wadapalooza in the sanctional season where they approved it, but now it's a semifinal season. They're not approving it. And they're like, oh, because they're all different programming and different events qualifying. I was like, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. It's the same system. Here's why it doesn't matter. Africa is its own semifinal continental boundary. They only get one, and they're only sending one person. One. Uno. Maybe it's two. Is it two? Whatever. Less than three. We'll say that. They can do whatever they want. And as long as the test is balanced as far as modalities, time domains, weights, whatever, it doesn't matter what they put in there. And if they want to put in swimming, it doesn't matter. In fact, I would argue that the person coming out of the Africa region that has swimming in an event is more prepared for the CrossFit Games than they have swimming in it. Yep. And then when the argument is, well, yeah, at Wadapalooza was fine at sanction events because they all qualified individually and they had no conflict with each other. I'm like, it's the same damn thing. Here's it what has, you can't do. Change the name. Here's what you can't do. You can't put swimming in a North American semifinal and not the others. That you cannot do because it is niche and three other semifinals are not getting tested the same way as one. But since Africa only has one they can do that, and I don't think it's gimmicky at all. Right. But in North America, you can't do that. In Europe, you can't have one and not have the other. That's where a problem is with consistency. But just because we're calling them semifinals doesn't matter. The, sa- the system is basically the same as sanctionals, except people are only getting to compete in one. So that's my opinion on it. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying... The argument which they had almost counteract themselves a little bit. Well, yeah, you have to if if your number of people that are qualifying from your continent don't have something similar. Yeah, if you have a niche piece like that, then you're right. I think that then you're not getting the same. You're not getting the same people to go, and I I think it's bad. Yeah. So I, I don't I, have a problem I, with it. I figured this question would come up. Have you seen Ben Smith's take on the semifinal programming that Hiller refer, refers to? He makes so many great points. I don't. I have to say, it's a, I have to say, someone take a drink right now. I have to say, <laughs> take another drink. Um, how the hell do you guys have so much time to watch so many podcasts? Well, Shit, it's, it's, it's like, like listening to, to the radio. Eight hours, eight hours of podcasts, and then we do our own podcast, and I have to listen to eight more hours to get to the information to get to on our podcast when they were talking about that i was like 
Holy shit, I didn't even know that he even had a yeah. podcast. What now Bill, I need to listen to that podcast too. What Bill meant to say was thank you for listening to our podcast first. Hell yes, thank <laughs> you for listening to the podcast. No, I just, it's amazing. I mean, like Ben Smith, Hillers, about Ben Smith and on Sevon's podcast. And then we get it to our podcast. Like, ah, yeah. Holy shit. So I haven't got to look into I li- I listened to it for a little bit. The only problem was, like, Ben was making great points, but whoever he was with was just, like, totally ruining Not. the podcast. Right. Like, he had no idea what he was talking about. He was like, what's the difference between a 30-pound ball and the regular 24 like tw- that the menu is? I'm like, 24. what the fuck are you talking about? Because <laughs> he had sunglasses on inside and leaning back in his chair. I was like, you're talking to Ben Smith, who is bringing up some very valid points to have a conversation with. So that was that was throwing me off. I, I could, like, barely pay attention to Ben. Um, I, I haven't got to dig into the syndicate events too much. I did listen to a bit to what Ben was talking about. Because, listen, if Ben Smith, who is a very reserved, quiet, personal individual, is chirping about something, then people should listen. Keep in mind, it's still a matter of opinion. However, he did, he did make some good points about the, the balancing of the tests and the programming, right? So um, I genuinely, after listening to it, I think he made some great points. Um, I haven't dug into the programming myself yet to to speak too much on it. Um, same thing for the Mac team stuff that Hiller was talking about. Like I, I haven't looked into it because I'm looking at other things. <laughs> right. Um, but from what I did watch, I thought Ben was he was making some good points. The guy has a lot of years and a lot of years com- com- competing to understand what a balanced test should include. And then when you don't see those things or you see different versions of that or skewed versions of that, I mean, yeah, he's he's been around. I think it's good that he's going to do that. But I I still feel like I've I've glanced at the the three semis that are coming up this weekend at some of the, the programming. And I... I'm again, I'm bummed at the workouts and I'll call them workouts that CrossFit picked to be the standardization pieces across the board between all of them, because they just, when I look across, they don't really seem to fit. I don't think at at all three of them, they just seem different. I I don't know. It's a, it's a very hard thing to do that. And then again, this is, I feel like we had one group, programming the the open one group programming the quarterfinals a whole nother group court programming the semis and then whoever is going to be programming the games i don't see the thread i don't see the build i don't see the wall that's being built to you know the foundation for this house of the fittest on earth i don't see it i just see just things happening and who is performing in the things whatever that might be so i don't know yeah, we'll see. Um, <clears throat> we will take a look at it post. Um, the thing was, and what what to see? What would be even better? I mean, oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, like say Ben, ben yeah, offered to help yeah. and email to help. I was like, we have also done that for years. Like, we would love totally. to. <laughs> um, totally. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, we'll see. They. Uh, I like what Ben said is showing like a reason or a statement of, of what they're trying to test. I think we've always done that at any, any workout we explain 
For those of you guys yeah. that follow us on Patreon, like we, we put a workout a week out there for our, our Patreon followers on, on our programmatrons, and we explain like the whole intent. It's the whiteboard talk. It's what you do. Like you go to the whiteboard, and you're like, here's the workout. If we're talking whiteboard, if we're talking semifinals, we say, here's the event. Here's the workout. Here's the intent. Here's the stimulus. Here's how you modify. Here's what we're trying to chase. Like that should be involved. And I, I think, uh, and I don't know what the submission process is like, um, but I'm sure that's part of it. Now on CrossFit side is they, for the four events, like they had bumpers and, and contingents and like put these events in this time frame, And they did look at every event that came in and approved them. Like this was something that was looked out, looked at, and boxing. What is it? My, are you making fun of my hand gestures? Dominant. No, they gave the little blessing. Oh yeah, yeah. The, yes, it. yes. You, <laughs> you have been. Your workout is okay. Like they did take time and looked at them, and if they feel like it was fine, then it was fine. But, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like that should be. Yeah, you should always. If you can't describe the intent and the purpose of the event, then you shouldn't be programming. Now, I think the guys that do the programming there, like we, we know, like Luke Espy does a lot of that stuff. Like he programs great. Like he does a lot of good things. And here's the thing. And, and this is something me and Bill say a lot when we analyze the programming or we, we fix or redo the programming or we make it up based off of a, like a floor plan. It's really, really easy. And you can make yourself look really, really good when you change someone's programming, it's really easy. It's really hard to make shit up out, out of thin air. I mean, it, you should, you should, it's not an excuse. You should still be great at it, especially if you're doing the programming. But it's a lot easier to look back and go, this all needs to change once you see it. And it's a lot tougher to perfectly piece a puzzle together, even though that is your job and you should be able to do that. I'm not giving any like, like leeway here. I'm just saying some people only talk about changing things and don't show like something brand new. It's, it's a lot harder to do one versus the other. Does that make sense? I'm not giving yeah, a pass, you. but I'm also not like upholding um, someone's ideas, modifying someone else's. Uh, I, there should never be a time, especially for a an important qualifier like this, that you shouldn't have other people look at what your idea is. I mean, Dave did. Right. Dave would have Boz look at it and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Well, what about these things? And at least to have the discussion because, I mean, just like when you sent me the events that you were programming for your Legends event. Yeah. I instantly will have a different eye. Right. I mean, I, I know how you program. So it's like, okay, I like these things. And my eye will be like, okay, well, if I was an athlete, how would I play this? Where where yeah, could I yeah. play this? How could I play this? Because now what you have to decide is what are you really trying to to what's the emphasis of this of this event? A perfect example this year. What was one of the big? Uh, I can't even say which which big debacle was it out there this year because there was about thirty of them. <laughs> um, but let's look at the most simple movement. I think the burpee. Mm. Why the fuck did we have so many issues with the burpee or iterations? Now a standard was made to where all you had you did not have to have a two foot takeoff. With your feet both had to be in the air when you landed. Okay. 
so who gives a shit if someone is i.e stepping over just to where their feet aren't both on the ground at the same time like if you think that that's going to make it faster by doing that like are you trying are you is the intent of putting the burpees in there because you want them to not have to sit there and slow down to worry about are my feet standing in one way or another way or whatever or is it about how true to the line are they going to step or they walk down this balance beam to make it look like a jump but it's not a jump but it's sort of a jump but it's not a step but it's more than a step but it's not quite a step but you don't have to take a two-foot takeoff but you don't have to do like really yeah did they get over the bar like who gives a shit <laughs> let, let them go like what's the emphasis that you're trying to do um i want to give an example on what you're thinking but i don't want to say what the end of the events are so i won't i won't okay. say anything but um no i mean i'm it's fine uh, i'm gonna uh, release okay. him next I, week we're shooting okay. we're well, shooting I, demo workouts today Okay. But I was thinking like I you have to think about okay, what is the intent of what you're trying to do? And that's someone someone asked like should you Oh, yeah, here it is. Do you want to reveal the intent? For the athlete, I don't think so. No, I agree. Because it doesn't matter because it's a race. Like for Also, them, you figure like, it out. Here's the start, there's the finish. Yeah. Who gets there first? Whatever that might be. But for the test, mm. have we the, the reason you want the intense and the stimulus is are you able to go down your checklist of are we hitting all the things that we need to hit? Right. Did we get the right person qualified by all of the tests that we put together to get them to the next stage? That's what it is. Because if you don't know what all those things are, and this, this has been for me the weirdest year in program because I like the individual events, but I do not like the programming put together. Mm. Like I, I and I, I've, the open. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The quarterfinals <clears throat> and now the semis. It's kind of the same way. Like the individual events are cool. Yeah, I think they're great. Like it'd be oh, this would be great to do in the class. All right, that's cool. But when you put that with everything else, it's like we do not have a, a complete picture. I, I see that's what you're saying. The parts that's messed up. Yeah, and, and so. I'm with you because I think you, you the intent of the event doesn't matter to the athletes because all it is is for time or for weight yeah, or for race. reps. I'm racing. But when you're submitting them to say HQ. You should. Here's what we're like, you know, we want three to five minutes and this is the goal here and the scope that we're trying to test. And since we're doing this here, we're doing this here. And this is the intent of this event. You don't need to give that to the athletes at all. In fact, right. I don't think you should because that's not your job. And the athlete's job is to figure that out on their own. That's the right. unknown and unknowable test that there is. But I do think you should be able to articulate to at least HQ, to your judges, to your staff of the whole purpose of the event and what to look for. And if you can't do that, then it's a bad event. Yeah. And I'm not saying so no one can't, but I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing there. So um, let's see. What is uh, one I wanted to talk about? Ben Smith rooting. Well, of course, you should root for Ben Smith. We're not rooting against him. Just saying he's, he has a tough, I, I, he has a the tall cool, hill to climb. The cool thing for him is, again, he's one of those athletes that's a badass that has no pressure on him. None. No one's expecting him to go. I think it's like, oh, man, could he? I mean, he's a guy. He's been there. He's done. Yeah, he could have, but I don't think anyone's expecting him to. Mm -hmm. That, that I think, is cooler. That, that's, the, God, that's the best place to be. That's why underdogs always do so well. Yeah. Because they can swing for the fences. Like it, no pressure. If you, miss, no consequences. if you miss it, so what? If you make it, amazing. Yeah. So it's like first years competing was always the best. Yep. Oh, this one came in. 
Thank you for asking, re-asking this, Stefan. Will Rich Froning retire this year if he wins the Affiliate Cup? I think yes. I think yes. I think he said yes. Yeah, I think he's hinted at that already. I don't know if he's straight up come out and I said it. I thought he said it. I thought he actually said it on Stefan's podcast. Maybe. Oh, yeah, this was up there too. Do you think age groups will ever be qualified by region like individuals and team, and should it be that way? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I think that they are stepping towards that direction with the semis. Uh, what has to happen eventually is when there are enough people to have uh, those live, uh, like a live competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we're there yet. Uh, I don't, Maybe. Not yet. I mean, I, I I think that I'm honestly I'm kind of bummed that the uh, that the semifinal is a Ooh. is another online three onlines in a row. Oh yeah, with the <laughs> I I think the, you know that would be a that would, that would be a fun show to do. Making making a live Masters qualification season because we have so many Masters things out there there's the legends championship which you got to broadcast there's the masters fitness collective there's a masters thing in your uh in australia Uh, there's got to be one in europe there is a european and there's i see there's no reason other than maybe money which like listen that's a real thing guys like we can't just make shit up without having to pay for it (laughs) and you're going to want them to be able to or else it's going to be shit anyways but you know i'm running a on uh, a in-person live qualifier for the legends masters championship at the end of june and i think there's five different ones that qualify for that um i think masters fitness collective is starting to do the same thing or they're using other events as qualifiers for that but like i think someone can maybe we will maybe we'll do it for a show is sit down and map out a basically like live in-person qualification process for masters around the world i i see now with the the demographic that we had and it's continually growing it's not it can't be like a semifinal masters will never get their own semifinal as far as like we're going to run on a stadium we're going to be sponsored by rogue and we're going to have a live feed like that's not going to happen and if it did and if it is it's like a decade away but if everyone swallows their pride and says, hey, we're going to have legitimate live in-person competitions to qualify you guys to the CrossFit Games regionally, I think that's totally doable. And I feel like the Masters community should be on board with that. Well, I think that... As at that, least a baby step. That Legends setup that they've had. Uh, I, one, I think that that's that system is being set up to where it can be done. And I kind of thought that they were talking, wasn't Bob talking with uh, some of the people at CrossFit to, to sort of line something up with that? There, the oh, yeah, the conversation is, is badass. happening. Badass. Um, that was such a great event. I tell you, that was at that, uh, that Legends event down in San Diego. There were athletes from all over, all ages, Games at games level athletes, high end level athletes. Uh, I mean, we had there were athletes from Ireland, from Mexico, uh, all over the United States, Canada. I mean, there were a lot of people that came into that when it was really cool. And it's what I mean, like the 
the infrastructure is being built, which I think these events are good. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> ish. <laughs> I thought I, w- I was still trying to carry that ish part. Um, but, you know, it's not perfect by any means, but it's, it's getting there. And at least it, eventually, if you have all these masters competitions, set that, that roadmap up. And, and as it grows and as the athletes start to go to that, then it's kind of there. I can see CrossFit beat almost going like, Hey, just take it, take it, make it, make it work. Alyssa makes a good point. <clears throat> Why can't we have a master's division that is just with tied in with the semifinal events? That's a great question. <laughs> that I don't know. seems actually um, like the easiest on- option. <laughs> I honestly thought that they were going to do that this year with the Masters semis. When they were talking about semis, I thought it was going to be grouped together. And then when I heard that it was an, on, another <clears throat> online, I was like, Ugh. Now, one, so one I, tough thing is, and I'll, and I'll say this, sorry, to jump in, is that I don't know what the, um, the like, the, the worldwide spans of athletes on the individual side is much more diverse and somewhat balanced in skill sets. I don't know what that is on the, on the Masters side. Like, is it uh, predominantly other- in the United States? Does that mean, you know, these six other semifinals are just sending people to the games that have no business even qualifying for semifinals? That's the, right. that's the one thing we, uh, I, I don't know enough information on to delegate where you people should, go. You know, what you could do is that's when you get to the standardized events to where everyone's doing the same and it becomes oh. a worldwide leaderboard rather than a so you can go you can go location wise but everyone's everyone goes at the same time i mean i guess you could that's where you run into the um i got two weeks to practice and i just heard about it yesterday so are, are my scores going to be different on that we, we used to do that in the in the regional stuff but um the other element to that is the logistics of all the different age groups yeah you have one event and you have eight age groups. That's eight heats. That you re- and that's one heat per event. You have two if you go men and women. And then on the individual side, if it's you're looking at what they're doing, they're able to fly through stuff. And we just spent the entire day on one event. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, and I think some of these semifinals now are that just have that. Uh, the, I think half of them or more have community events going on in conjunction with the semifinal. So it's not oh. out of place to have that a part of them. And really, I don't see the negative. If, if you can figure out the qualification process and the, and the regional boundaries and getting the right people de- de- delegated to the right semifinals, you're going to have more participants, which means more people want to come and watch, which means more content that you at each semifinal can produce. And hopefully that like more is not worse in this um, situation other than like timetable. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you get the Masters up at 6 a.m. and you start early. It's, most of us yeah, are up get up, up there. early yeah, anyway. You guys get up early anyway. So your event All will right, run heat from... heat one starts at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Check-in is at midnight. <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, okay, I have to kick off and go do some demo videos. But before we wanted to hop off, I wanted to play... Because we, we, we talked about OG at the beginning. Shirts are available, by the way. Get them. Get them. God, you guys would look so hot in those shirts. God, so great. Shirts. Multiple colors and multiple designs. <clears throat> Go to SherpaWorks.com, S-H-E-R-P-A-W-E-R-K-S, or go to our Instagram. You guys can see all the designs, everything that we have set up for you guys. 
But this is one of my favorite CrossFit videos. We're talking OG. This is an OG video that I wanted to play before we hopped off. So let me uh, pull this up so I don't screw this up. And then this is a classic. Make sure people can hear this. See it? Yeah. If you haven't heard of CrossFit, let me tell you about CrossFit. CrossFit is a lifestyle in which you are prioritizing your health. The ability to do many different things at a high level of intensity. I think it's the absolute best way to help you reach your fitness goals. For me, it's making me happy. A fun way to get fit plug mode like the last person finishing is just as important as the first one. It's this team atmosphere that ends up making you better as an individual. Camaraderie that family that you end up building and the energy that you get back from it yourself. That's CrossFit to me. When you come to a CrossFit gym, everybody knows your name, everybody loves you, and you're a part of something bigger than just getting a workout. CrossFit gave me that something extra that I kind of needed in life. It's my outlet. I love it. It's my passion. It's commitment. CrossFit is a sport now. I like the challenge. I compete with myself. Um, I'm healthier. I am stronger. Even though I was sore, I was, you know, would get a little discouraged. You know, I felt accountable to my community, or I felt accountable to my class, because they were looking for me there. Finding CrossFit and having to work really dang hard for whatever your goal is, whether it's to compete or just get a damn pull-up. I love it, because the workout's different every day. I can come in and I don't know what I'm doing. Everyone is welcoming, everyone is cheering you on. They don't let you quit, even if you want to quit. We all share this experience, which is emotional. It doesn't look emotional, it looks like people working out, but it's emotional. I mean, it's raw, it's, it's intense, it's, it's incredible, it's freaking awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing it for a long time, I hope. CrossFit to me is a fitness program where the reward for doing well is the ability to express your fitness in everyday life in as many different planes or as many different activities that you can possibly imagine. People walk through the door and say, hey, where's all the machines? Where are the machines? <sighs> it's good. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> hey, put, put a... Uh, I just sent you a link. I just sent you a link. Okay. Play it. <sighs> just play it. Let's see. All right. Oh, oh. good, because you need to get me out of this uh, fogginess yeah. that I'm currently in. That's right. I'm such a pussy. You are. <laughs> Just <laughs> hearing this music. Oh, hey, hey, how did, put up Stefan's, how did, how did he know? What? <laughs> I just traveled to the past and signed up for the CrossFit in 2008. <laughs> Did you get the video? He just heard the music. This is it. <laughs> 2008. <laughs> All right, so we're here at the 2008 CrossFit Games. Overload represent. Gonna be a badass day. How to get oh that gritty God. vibe. Look at that. Gritty <laughs> vibe. Three, two, one, go. Get your gun. Yes. Tony. Look at Greg. Oh, my gosh. 
that damn shirt. Yep, Yuki. the thing man like god so great so, so old good school. all right <laughs> oh he needs a tissue now you guys know anybody, where we're anybody have from. a tissue i'm good i'm good i think i'm good <laughs> well hey gang yes i did yes i cried on the what is crossfit video whatever and that's what it's about it's about both. It's a balance of the two videos, really. Like that OG grunge. They're both OG. <laughs> Dusty Ranch awesome. and Aromas, CrossFit Games, and the community side. Yeah, you saw Matt Chan. Just a little baby. That's a little baby. And so, like, you know, look how far we've come. We can still advance and stick to our roots. Hell yes. Like a tree can grow tall. For as long as it lives, as long as the roots dig deep. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Fuck you, Bill. <laughs> tree can grow as tall as roots and the leaves. The tree can grow as tall as you water it for the rest of its life, as long as the roots dig deep. As tall as you water it. So. Hashtag. All right, everybody. Water it. <laughs> Thanks for joining the Q and A. Thanks for listening to our, our, our just uh. Just, go get just, the pineapple pizza, everybody. Pineapple pizza. Go get some pineapple pizza and go water get your trees. go get one of these. Yes. And, and water your trees. Water your trees. What is that uh, phrase? The grass is always greener wherever you water it. <laughs> that that is a phrase. I didn't make that one up. No, you didn't. That's true. Bonsai <laughs> is not a tree. It's a plant. Don't you dare, Corey. Get that out of here. Uh, All right, guys. Thanks for joining uh, the show. We'll do some real recap stuff once the week one of the semifinals is in the books. Um, and we'll let you know if we do any random things like this in the future. Maybe during, I don't know, semifinals. Who knows? Cool. I was told uh, Lowlands has a podcast studio with the roadcaster and four mics. Oh, dang. I'll bring my laptop. We'll see what happens. No promises, might, but you never know. as well. There you never go. know. All right, gang. Have a great rest of your week. Tune into your semifinals. Go get an OG shirt. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>